Sam Gadd, thanks for joining me on the Leading Through Challenge show today. What did we talk about? Uh, so thank you for having me. We talked about leadership, uh, particularly leadership through the current crisis, um, what leaders should be focusing on both now and as we move through different alert rules, and maybe some leadership lessons through my journey over the last number of years. Sam Gadd, welcome to the Leading Through Challenge show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. And who is Sam Gadd in a nutshell? Oh, good question. Um, firstly, I'm a mum, so I've got three beautiful sons who are 11, 10 and about to turn 7. Um, I am the founder and CEO of Humankind, which is a business that um, works with organisations across New Zealand helping to build better workplaces, essentially. Um, so that's a that's also a pretty full-on role. And, of course, mm. a wife to a husband. Of, um, we've been together for 21 years, so that's me. Awesome. And what, uh, what excites you most about um, leadership? Ooh, um, I think it's the opportunity to galvanise people around a purpose. So our purpose at Humankind is to lead humanity at work. That's humanity at yeah. work right there. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm going to have the same probably happen to me during this call. Um, So our purpose is to lead humanity at work and, um, you know, the opportunity to bring a group of people around to to bring that to life is really exciting for me. Yeah, awesome. And have you always known that that is what excited you about it? Or is that an evolution that you've come to? Um, Definitely an evolution. Like I never thought that I would be in the position that I am today, having a team our size, and I never had any aspiration of growing a big business, actually. Um, it's kind of just happened um, that my business has now got a team of, sort of 25 odd people, and um, I love I love the leadership aspect of my role. Um, I also just love working with individual organisations and helping them to think about their people and their organisations differently. So I think everything's an evolution, isn't it? know over the last few years has got me to where i am today yeah yeah and i think like moving on from that we're obviously at a at a bit of a point at the moment where we're evolution is is getting sped up with the current situation that we have at the moment with COVID 19 and and the lockdown and the the challenges that we're facing there how how are you thinking about that from a from a leadership perspective with your team the transition from running your business kind of business as usual previously to this lockdown perspective? Mm, I think leadership will be amplified during these times. So whether you're a great leader or or not such a great leader, um, you know, that's going to shine during a time Mm. of crisis. And um, I think this is a really interesting time for leaders to really think about how deliberate they are in their approach. And the reality is with being in lockdown right now, um, having to be far more deliberate than ever before around communication and um, and culture and and leadership and and actually having to put time into that and 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 schedule things in your diary that you know may have just happened naturally in a, in a normal office environment. So I, I think this is a really interesting time for leaders and it's an opportunity for us to, in some ways, possibly reinvent the sort of leader that we are as well. Mm. And when you say deliberate, can you elaborate on on what you mean there? Yeah, I think 
when you're working remotely and you're not in the same space as your people, you don't have those natural kind of opportunities to um, chat with your people and bump into them and, and support and mentor and coach that you might just do naturally in a, in, a, in a working environment. When you're all remote, you really need to be far more deliberate about scheduling those meetings, picking up the phone, getting on a, a Slack call or a Zoom call with your people and, and having those conversations because if you just sit back and wait, um, they just simply won't happen. Um, I don't think many leaders, you know, if you've got a, a, a decent-sized team, then um, often, you know, you may not end up talking to any of your individual employees unless you reach out um, because you might have people um, working with you that, that actually manage your people for you. And so um, I've definitely found that, you know, if I'm not deliberate about picking up the phone or, or having a call with some of my um, team, you know, I may not hear from them for, for days or even longer. Um, so it's just about making sure that you, you're deliberate about that. Mm, yeah, no, I, I understand. So it's really that that proactive approach to hey, need to be connecting with with people in in this time period. And like from a from a workplace culture perspective, have you and and you've been talking to a lot of different um, businesses and organisations about this sort of stuff. I'm sure. What has been working really well for people to try and strengthen their culture at the moment? Because obviously you you don't want the culture to fall away and you probably actually don't want it just to kind of similar, similar along at the same level that actually, again, a, an opportunity to amplify it. What's, what's working well for people at the moment? What I see is working really well is um, organizations that have leaders who are really transparent and really authentic. Um, the reality is now is a time of unprecedented crisis and we're all going through our own personal roller coasters as we come to terms with being in lockdown and working with our families in small spaces and maybe having flatmates that, you know, we're spending way more time with than, we are, than, than we're ever used to. Um, we're, we're also coming to terms with, you know, potentially grief over the year that we thought we might have. Um, we might have a lot of stress around vulnerable people in our lives around actually getting COVID. Um, there's so many things that personally we're all um, struggling with. And then when you bring in a professional context or as a leader um, and making sure that your people are, um, are okay, um, the culture piece is really, really important. And where, where I see organisations doing really well as leaders kind of acknowledging the personal crisis that people are having or the personal kind of roller coaster that people are on, um, sharing some of their own sort of vulnerabilities and, and ups and downs and um, being really transparent with that not every day is a good day and, and that um, and it's okay to kind of, if you need to take that time to go for a walk or just be offline for a bit, then, then that's okay. Um, and, but also kind of balancing that with being very positive and strategic and, um, deliberate around what the future is going to look like. So um, maybe just to share a little bit about what we've been doing at Humankind, and I know this is working for our, a lot of our clients as well, is, you know, the first couple of weeks of, of lockdown was really about reacting, making sure people were okay, their, their setups were good, you had the right meetings in place, people were communicating, individuals felt supported, they had everything they needed. And I think those first couple of weeks were really vital to get right and be constantly communicating. And, and the thing is the government's been putting out almost for those first couple of weeks, it was daily things were changing in terms of um, what you were and weren't allowed to do. And um, also what entitlements were there for businesses and all those sorts of things. So being really transparent and quick communication on those things was critical to ensure your people come along on that journey with you. Um, but now it's more in that, it's now for organisations to go, okay, 
This is a marathon. This is not a sprint. This is not going to be over anytime soon. So what is your organization doing to survive and thrive into the future? And having a real sort of positive mindset around what that might look like and, and leading by example in that space. I think where I see organizations that are doing well, they're the ones that are pivoting and, and taking their, pe- on their, their people on that journey with them. Mm. And obviously everyone is, uh, that you talk to is, is doing well because you're, you're helping them out. Um, but where do you see, uh, see people falling down as leaders during this time period? A couple of really interesting scenarios I've seen recently. Um, and one just highlighted to me the fundamentals of actually just leadership full stop. And it's about, um, leaders, uh, maybe not being as transparent as they could be. And, Um, making decisions or kind of pushing different ideas onto teams without taking them kind of on that full journey and, and, and sharing all the different things they've done. So for example, if you need to drop your employees pay down or reduce hours or, um, you know, potentially make changes to the team, those are all really difficult decisions that people leaders all over the world are faced with right now. And it's not to say that those decisions aren't the right decisions, but, there's a, there's, there's a couple of different ways you can go about it. And the way that um, I talked about before around being really transparent and vulnerable and sharing works far better than, for example, not sharing everything you may have done um, behind the scenes before you kind of are faced with those difficult decisions. So um, I had an instance a couple of weeks ago where a client was telling me that a couple of their senior people, you know, they got really upset by the proposal that they'd put to the team around um, reducing hours. And, the the owner kind of said to me, you know, that they expected more kind of from their seniors. They didn't expect to have the kind of fight or the the the, the um the fight back on what they're proposing. But the reality was everyone in the business wanted to support the business to succeed. It was just that they hadn't been communicated with properly and they hadn't understood the full context. And um I think it's really important for leaders to share as much as you possibly can around all of those difficult decisions. Um, because at the end of the day I think people want you to succeed and people want to um, help the organization succeed as well. Cause that's good for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And I think like having that, having that transparency and having that understanding as well makes people feel a little bit safer and a little bit more confident in the, in the leader that they have as well. Because if you, if you just see someone making decisions and you don't understand the process behind it, it's easy to think actually they're just looking after their own self-interest rather than hey we're we're like with with people dropping wages at the moment it's hopefully it's a little bit of hurt for a a period of time for everyone rather than a a lot of hurt for just a few people yeah i really agree with that and i think um it's a really really challenging time for everyone and I think that, um, you know, genuinely people want to support their leaders. And so if you can communicate about all the different things that you've done, and all the initiatives that you've taken before kind of getting to those tough decisions, and then when you get to those tough decisions, communicate how tough it is. Like it's no one, no leader wants to be having those conversations with their people. And it's okay to say that you're absolutely gutted and these are hard calls to make. But And if you show that kind of vulnerability, I think then people... They get behind you. Mm. 
Yeah, and I think like this is a really interesting opportunity as well for for a lot of people and organisations to change the way that they they do lead through this period of time. Um, obviously, communication styles need to be different. We need to be really upfront in regards to how we're putting across an information and the the process behind that and and how we're feeling about it. But also, kind of understanding the um, the factors outside of of work or outside of um the the business that are affecting everybody because those factors still happen once we're finished with lockdown once we kind of get back to to business as usual that people still have lives to live life affects work work affects life um that's not going to go away it's going to change it'll be different but actually taking this understanding from where we are now and being able to apply it mm. as we come out of lockdown, I think is, is massively important. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's um, a really good time for leaders to kind of think about what do they want to be remembered for during this time? Um, and a close friend of mine asked me over the weekend, you know, how did I want my kids to remember this lockdown period? Because if I'm just working 24 seven locked in this bedroom, which is pretty much what I'm doing, is that going to be a good memory for them? But I also think it's a really good question to ask ourselves of our teams. Like how do our, how do we want our teams to remember our leadership during this crisis? And um, I certainly know that the things I want to be remembered for, and then therefore that then drives the sorts of behaviors and the sorts of actions that I'll take. Um, I, would hate to think that um, you know leaders are out there not thinking about that and thinking about the long-term consequences of the things they do now. Now is a time to build trust and to build um, loyalty, and um, you know by really looking after your people and and being really transparent in your communication and sharing that you're doing everything possible to get the organisation and them through this crisis and, and as best possible you know, condition or, or, uh, or state, then you'll, you'll be thanked for that in the long run. Mm, I really like that as a question The how do I want to be remembered during this time period? And I mean, kind of where we're at at the moment, hopefully we're going to be starting to transition out of the lockdown period soon. What are the themes that leaders should be thinking about or should be looking to be doing as we start to transition out of the lockdown period and kind of head back towards um, maybe a little bit more normality in the way that we do business and in the way that we lead? Yeah, I've got a, thanks, that's a, I've got a couple of thoughts there. So um, the first is um, having a really clear plan about what the organisation will be doing at each of the different alert levels. Um, what does it mean for the individuals in your organisation, the people that you lead? Um, what changes will there be? Um, for example, many people won't have many changes when they go between alert level four and alert level three because it may still mean that many of us are working from home. Um, but what do those different levels mean for how your organisation is going to um, uh, work and also how it's going to thrive into the future? Um, and I think it's it's really important for us as leaders to take the uncertainty and anxiety away from our people. Um, it's our role to make them feel like, or to, to, to let them know that we've got this and that um, that with their support, that that organisation will continue to thrive and, and here's the new strategy and here's how we're going to be pivoting. Definitely bringing your people along on that, um, you know, with you on that. So working with them on those plans is really important. Um, 
The other thing that we've been thinking about a lot is, you know, what are the new ways of working that may have actually really worked during this lockdown period and what do you want to keep? So um, I, I definitely don't think, you know, some people have been saying, oh, you know, this will be the end of the workplace and everyone will just want to work from home. And I, I don't believe that. I think people can't wait to get back into the workplace. But you know what, for organisations that were resisting flexibility and resisting working from home, I hope what this has done is shown that working from home is fine. It works. I, I, I personally don't love it because I don't love spending all day in front of a screen. Um, I'd much rather be face to face with people. However, there's definitely aspects of um, you know things that organisations and, and we're a great example of that have implemented over the last four weeks or so that um, we'll want to carry forward. Um, and so being really um, just being really aware of kind of what's working, what are those new ways of working that you want to bring into this post COVID um, world that we're going to be living in. Mm, yeah, that's that's awesome, and I think at, like as we talked about, uh, there's there's definitely opportunity to to do things differently, and maybe even streamline some of the stuff that we did beforehand with uh, some of the the cool ways of working that we've found over this period of time as well. Mm. And oh, another question for you, Sam, is like we, we've talked a little bit about kind of what we should be thinking about. Um, what traits in ourselves should we be looking to amplify through this period of time as leaders? Ooh, traits, that's a good question. Um, if I think about myself and my personal traits, I, I definitely think things like drive and ambition are going to be ones that we're going to want to hold on to. Mm. I feel like the next year rightly or wrongly, is going to be, it's going to be quite a tough year for many business leaders um, or for leaders in particular. And, and, you know, we're going to have to hustle hard to really just to survive in this kind of post-COVID um, economy. Um, you know, if you're reading anything around what we're likely to encounter, it doesn't look overly pretty. And so that kind of ambition and drive um, is going to be really important. I think remaining positive, you know, I've definitely had my days where I've, um, you know, focused on some of the um, letting go of expectations that I had of myself and my business and for my family over the next couple of years, the, the dreams and desires that, you know, before COVID were, were totally a reality. And now let's be honest, put some of them probably aren't, which included travel and things like that. Um, but I think now looking forward and kind of going, well, what can I do? And what, what, what are the positive things that are kind of come out of this? And, and what's the organization I want to lead? And what's the purpose I want to kind of, um, you know, hang my hat on. And I think this is a real time for, for reinvention for many people. Um, so the traits that I would focus on, yeah, really are those kind of staying positive, drive, ambition. Um, I don't think it's a time to kind of, you know, sit back and, and, um, and, and chill out too much. I really think it's going to take all of your efforts to, to succeed in this new space, this new world. Mm. And I mean, this, this is obviously a show about leadership and how we can get better as leaders, but has there been a time that you felt that you haven't led well? And if so, are you happy to share that? Yeah. Oh, good question. Um, gosh, I am so far from a perfect leader. It's not funny. I think, um, I try really hard to be really transparent. I think naturally I'm, quite a vulnerable person because I'm so transparent. So I definitely share like all of the ups and downs with my people. Um, could I have been a better leader? I feel like I've done what I could over the last few weeks, particularly um, 
you know, parts of me wished I'd sort of moved into uh, solutions mode maybe slightly quicker, but I'm talking like a matter of a week, not kind of months there. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very, very fortunate to be surrounded by a group of amazing leaders. So um, particularly kind of my chief, chief operating officer and my chief client officer are just such phenomenal um, women and, and leaders and they we we call ourselves the the four-legged stool which also includes my husband looking after finance and really we we are still that couldn't stand without one of those legs um and my leadership style is very much that kind of shared leadership i don't um i don't proclaim to have all the answers and so i think just leaning on each other and being really real with each other about where each of us are at and letting each other shine at different times has worked really well for us mm. um so i can't think of a specific moment where i which I'd done something differently, but there's lots of reflections all the time and um, constantly a work in progress for sure. Yeah, cool. What's influenced your thinking about leadership the most in the last sort of one to two years? Mm. I think if, if I think about my leadership, um, I've done quite a lot of work in this space and I've done some awesome leadership development stuff as well. And um, mostly it's about learning about myself that's helped me to become a better leader. Um, I did an amazing program about 12 months ago called Play and with Sandy Bergham and Jenny Devine. And those two are just such phenomenal um, leadership coaches. And it was about kind of learning about um, what's it called you do this work on, on um, masks and shadows so basically how your ego is formed and your ego is um it's a really interesting thing and the fact that you know things that happen when you're a child actually impacting the way you project yourself to the world mm-hmm. and and i've found that stuff absolutely fascinating and learning about kind of where my sense of drive comes from and how to maybe dial that back slightly to dial up other parts of my leadership so um I think in terms of influence, definitely doing the play program has been hugely beneficial for me. Um, but also I'm just constantly reading and watching and seeing what other great leaders are doing. Um, and, and you know, it was quite a few years ago now, maybe five or six years ago, that I read a lot around kind of reinventing organisations. I read a book called Maverick, which is all around kind of shared leadership. And I love that whole idea of um, sharing power and decision-making within your organisation and, and, you know, super non-hierarchal and um and and i I love all of that purpose-led kind of leadership is really my thing so i've read and done so much in this space that i think it all all adds up to kind of the sort of leader i am today yeah it just all kind of rolls in together doesn't it (laughs) sam what should leaders be doing right now I think it goes back to some stuff we've already spoken to about, but it's really communicating, being really transparent and also being very clear on your action planning for the coming few months. Um, if you've just been reacting, which is really understandable for like, for the last couple of weeks, if you've just been kind of reacting and figuring out how you're going to survive and then these last few weeks, I get that, but now is definitely the time to be moving into, okay, we've, we're surviving, hopefully most of you are, but how are you going to thrive? So what is the new post-COVID world? What, are, what opportunities does it present? How are you going to take your people and your organisation into this next phase? Um, and being really positive about that um, and being really um, clear in your, um, in your leadership of that because your people are looking to you for leadership during this time and it is really your time to shine and it's your time to um, 
to to you know live your purpose and 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 deliver to your community whatever you need to deliver so um just being really strong at this time is really important sam gad thanks so much for joining me today you're welcome thanks for having me there you have it guys i hope you really enjoyed that one with sam gad um some really great practical advice for us in this situation if you know anyone that you think would uh, benefit from having a listen to this then make sure that you share it with them and also i think these these conversations are really important that they get in front of as many leaders as possible and one way to do that is to increase the visibility on the platforms that they're on so would love it if you could subscribe on apple podcasts or on spotify or on youtube and leave a leave a review leave a comment as well because that just helps make things more visible Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today.